At the highest levels of the UFC in every division, there are five or six fighters that are absolutely capable of winning a world title. This is the elite of the elite. And while oftentimes fights between these top talents are hotly contested back and forth affairs, every once in a while fans are treated to something truly special. I'm not talking about a flash KO in the first minute or a quick submission, I'm talking about a flawless victory. Total domination. A fighter having every opportunity to win and being shut down entirely. These 10 one-sided victories at the top of the sport are almost beyond belief and left every one of us saying, have you ever seen anything like that in your life? I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and these are 10 flawless performances in UFC history. Number 10. Max Holloway vs. Calvin Cater We start with our most recent example. Coming into the first ever UFC on ABC main event earlier this year, Max Holloway had something to prove. He lost back-to-back -back featherweight title fights to Alexander Volkanovsky, not without controversy of course, but losses on the record nonetheless. He was no longer fighting on pay-per-view for the first time since 2015. For the first time since 2016, he would be competing in a bout that wasn't for a UFC title. His opponent Calvin Cater not even in the division's top 5 official rankings. Max only a slight betting favorite. Was Holloway on the decline? Well, Blessed would answer that question by setting 13 separate all-time striking records in this five-round opus. Yes, 13 all-time records, and many of them shattered. Holloway would outstrike his opponent, an expert striker, 447 to 134. The judges saw a 50-43, 50-43, and 50-42. That is officially the biggest ass-whooping that's gone the distance in UFC history, tied only with Rich Franklin over David Loazzo in 2006. That's it. No other fight has ever had such scores. It was a massacre, but as clinical as it was brutal. From the start of the first to the end of the fifth, the pace and volume Holloway put on were otherworldly. The highlight that will be played until the end of time is of course the dodging and striking while looking at and talking to the commentary team, but the entire performance is just beyond next level. Number 9. Joanna Janjacek versus Carla Esparza Have you ever watched those nature shows where an apex predator takes down a bigger, stronger animal and the process is slow and terrifying? That's how it felt watching Joanna Janjacek's flawless performance against Carla Esparza for the strawweight championship at UFC 185. Esparza had been through the ringer to get to this point. On Tough 20, she would defeat Angela Hill, Tisha Torres, Jessica Panay, and in the finals, Rose Namajunas to become the division's first ever champion. Her grappling was on an entirely different level than anyone fighting at 115 pounds, including Joanna. Going into the fight, Esparza was the betting favorite at minus 185. Despite Njacek's impressive striking background outside of MMA, she was coming into this bout a relatively unknown commodity, and it was believed she would struggle with Carla's relentless wrestling. Ultimately, that would be the story of the fight, just not how anybody anticipated. With the exception of a single takedown, of which Joanna was able to recover almost instantly, the Polish striker would stuff 16 takedowns in this two-round fight. Esparza was constantly shooting in, and rightfully so. She knew the fight wouldn't be won on the feet. Between each attempt, Yinjacek would walk down Carla and tag her. By near end of the second, the damage had accumulated, and Joanna finished the fight with a flurry against the cage, a perfect fight that led to a perfect victory that nobody saw coming. Number 8. Anthony Pettis vs. Benson Henderson 2 Their first encounter was the fight of the year in 2010, a five-round back-and-forth battle for the WEC Lightweight Championship, ending with the ultimate highlight reel moment, the Showtime Kick. And while Anthony Pettis would score the UD nod over Benson Henderson in that fight, the pair looked to be on equal playing fields. So three years later, when the two would meet again at UFC 164, again for lightweight gold, it was expected to be another all-time classic. Pettis had won three fights in a row with back-to-back -back knockouts of the night to secure his opportunity. Henderson would be defending his UFC 
UFC Gold for the fourth time. The champion came into the bout a slight betting favorite. Everyone that was expecting a replay of their first bout was in for a big surprise. For nearly the entire fight, all four minutes and 31 seconds of it, Anthony Pettis was nearly perfect defensively, stuffing all three of Henderson's takedown attempts, keeping the fight on the feet. When Benson gave him the slightest of openings, he started slamming him with body kicks. Six of them. Hard shots, too. When Pettis did end up on his back in guard, it was only for seconds before he secured the armbar that would end the fight. He made it look so easy, so effortless, it was confusingly good. It seemed like the fight should have gone on so much longer. Pettis calmly waited for an opening while negating Henderson's offense completely in a perfectly efficient performance that ended in gold. Number 7. Demetrius Johnson vs. Wilson Hayes To be entirely honest, Demetrius Johnson could damn near have his own top 10 flawless performance list. His dominant win over Kyoji Horiguchi that ended in a literal last-second armbar, his destruction of Ray Borg ending with a fifth-round flying armbar, his masterful dismantling of Henry Cejudo in just 2 minutes 49 seconds at UFC 197. But the one that tops the list for me is the Wilson Hayes fight. It's hard to fully comprehend because of his speed just how incredible this victory was. Some context here, Hayes was coming off a three-fight run to earn his title title shot, he's a jiu-jitsu ace, won gold at Worlds, never been subbed in 29 fights, this would be DJ's 10th title defense. Wilson had absolutely nothing for Johnson. The fight goes 3 rounds, and Hayes goes 0 for 6 on takedown attempts while hitting absolutely nothing on the feet. He threw 170 strikes and landed 18, but only one of those was clean. Johnson controlled the distance perfectly. He would get in, crack Wilson with a few shots, and back out again, leaving his opponent whiffing at air over and over. Meanwhile, DJ was landing 58 percent of his significant strikes, 108 in total. Then to finish this masterpiece off, he scores his own takedown, dominates from top position for a few minutes before securing an armbar and submitting the ground specialist. DJ, we did not deserve your greatness. Unbelievable. Number 6. John Jones vs. Shogun Hua Surely the arguable greatest fighter of all time would have a perfect performance somewhere along the line. Yes, several actually, but the most amazing is perhaps the one that kicked off his light heavyweight reign, John Jones' initial title victory over Shogun Hua at UFC 129. The man who would have no other fighter take that belt away from him for the better part of a decade took the bout with champion Hua on just 42 days notice, leaving Jones with about five weeks to prepare. Not exactly a full camp, but he was more than ready, and it was abundantly clear from the opening minutes that the torch from the previous generation of light heavyweight greats represented by Shogun was not being passed, but violently taken. The mark of a true genius is creativity, and on that night, JBJ was Albert fucking Einstein. Seriously, it did not matter where the fight went, Jones calmly and creatively tore Hua to pieces. He was utilizing such a variety of strikes on the feet. When the bout went to the ground, he was in complete control, picking his shots and landing in devastating fashion, using his size and his ability to adapt to any situation to absolutely destroy Shogun. It was such a dominant performance, ending with a knee against the cage, as Hua did his best to get to the ground. Jones left no doubt the division would have to answer to him from now on. Number 5. Israel Adesanya vs. Paulo Costa at 13-0, putting on an incredible performance against Yoel Romero in his last victory, Paulo Costa was meant to be the toughest challenge yet for Israel Adesanya. Their styles couldn't be more different. Costa was big and brutish, overwhelming his opponents with his power and volume. Adesanya lean and slick, one of the cleverest technical strikers in the history of the sport. It had barn burner written all over it. Fight of the year potential. Izzy had opened as a slight betting favorite, again a testament to how considerable people found his opponent at UFC 253. Instead of a challenge unlike any other, what we watched 
watched instead was Stylebender absolutely shutting down and dismantling one of the toughest and most aggressive middleweights competing today. And he did it through a sustained campaign of leg kicks. From the first strike to the moments before the finishing sequence, 26 leg kicks by Adesanya took Costa completely out of his game, freezing him from the opening horn until the fatal mistake that would cost him the fight. What's even more incredible is that it didn't seem as if Paulo even realized it, seemingly content with some gamesmanship and the confidence he would get an opening before long, an opening that never came. Right before the end, you could see a change in Costa's demeanor, as if he suddenly realized he was in trouble. By that time, a counter left had flattened him, though, ending a perfect performance by Stylebender. Number 4. Cody Garbrandt vs. Dominic Cruz It's one of the greatest years a fighter has ever had in the history of mixed martial arts. Cody Garbrandt came into 2016 unranked and unheralded. By the end of the year, he would be the UFC bantamweight champion, having dethroned one of the best to ever do it in Dominic Cruz, and not with a flash KO, not with a Hail Mary submission attempt, with five rounds of sustained dominance on the feet. He would beat Cruz at his own game. It's a performance that both shows the incredible ability that Garbrandt has, as well as the baffling turn of events that would be his next three fights and losses? Where was the untouchable no-love in the Dillashaw fights, and especially in the Pedro Munoz bout? And when I say untouchable, I do mean it. In 25 minutes, Garbrandt would so deftly dodge the offense of Dominic Cruz that the champion would end up with the lowest significant strike landed percentage of any fight in his professional career. I mean, Cody was pop-locking mid-fight for fuck's sake. It was like he turned EA UFC on very easy before he stepped into the cage. Never knocked down in his entire career up to that point, Cruz would suffer two before the fight was over, and would be badly hurt in the fourth, barely surviving the round. Whether Cody will reach such heights again is unknown, but his legendary performance at UFC 207 will live on forever. Number 3. Holly Holm vs. Ronda Rousey it's one of the most high-profile victories in MMA history. 1.1 million watching at home, legally, 56,000 in attendance. In hindsight, many like to pretend that Ronda Rousey was somehow obviously going to lose to Holly Holm, that she obviously didn't have what it takes to beat a top-tier striker. But that is revisionist history. Ronda Rousey was an eater of worlds. The champion's 12-fight tear was legendary. Joe Rogan was calling her once and an ever. Think pieces were being done about if Mayweather would be able to handle Rousey in a fight. Almost all of her bouts ended in less than a minute, she had the Mike Tyson mystique of being completely unstoppable, which is what makes Holmes' performance over her all the more spectacular. It was the perfect fight. Right out of the gate, Holmes' footwork and movement kept Ronda out of range, and throughout the first round, every single time she would try to close the gap, she would be punished, getting cracked 19 times in the head. Her only takedown attempts stuffed. When the fight did go to the ground, Holmes escaped. She even scored her own takedown just because she could. Going into the second round, Rousey was beat up bad, and she was desperate. A minute of chasing would lead to one of the sport's all-time great head kicks and one of the most perfect victories in MMA history. Number 2. Conor McGregor vs. Eddie Alvarez this was the pinnacle of the greatest rise to stardom in MMA history. Nobody had done what Conor McGregor was doing, and it culminated with a performance for the ages at UFC 205. Conor was attempting to do what had not yet been done, become the simultaneous UFC champ in two divisions. In his way, the underground king, Eddie Alvarez, who earned the lightweight strap by dominating Rafael Dos Anjos that summer. McGregor was coming off his record-setting pay-per-view victory over Nate Diaz in their rematch. He was never hotter, and in yet another huge high-pressure moment, he delivered two rounds of near-perfection. It was everything great about McGregor's game. Light on the feet, devastating counters, his left hand a dagger. He was calm and in control from the opening horn to the TKO finish three minutes and four seconds into the second round. Every time Alvarez would attack, he'd either come up empty or get blasted with counters. Eddie landed a total of 12 strikes the entire fight and was knocked down three times, more depending on what you consider a knockdown. It was evident from the first minute that this was entirely the Conor McGregor show. In the second, Conor would taunt Alvarez by placing his arms behind his 
back, the most iconic image of the match that summed it up perfectly. The final combination that put Eddie away was a thing of beauty. This is the McGregor everyone thinks of when they talk about his peak. Number 1. Anderson Silva vs. Forrest Griffin A 3 minute 23 second masterpiece. Of all the incredible things that Anderson Silva has done in his legendary career as the greatest middleweight of all time, the fact that a meaningless light heavyweight bout is often cited as the peak of his greatness is a testament to just how jaw-dropping his performance truly was at UFC 101. I shouldn't say meaningless. The co-main event could have propelled a recently dethroned Forrest Griffin back into the title picture, and there were rumors of a permanent move to the division for Silva. People often bring up the Matrix when discussing this bout, and rightfully because the spider's awareness and efficiency look like something that could only be achieved with special effects and choreography. Like it couldn't have possibly been real. Forrest hit nothing but air. In fact, he only landed four punches in total out of 43 thrown, a 9% connection rate. Griffin would aggressively unload shots charging forward and come up completely empty, only to be countered again and again. Silva only landed 13 significant strikes the entire fight, and yet scored three knockdowns in just over for three minutes. The final blow, the legendary and seemingly impossible anchor punch, once used by Ali to defeat Sonny Liston. The always ultra-tough Griffin forced to wave off the fight as he lay on his back. If you ask fans to discuss the greatest performance they've ever seen, there's a reason this fight gets cited again and again. A big, big thank you to Ben Rosette, who provided that sweet tune you heard in the intro. Check out his music by clicking the link in the description and go give him a follow on his Instagram and Twitter page, at Ben Rosette. Huge shout out to the legendary once and future King Tomas Welsh for editing this video together. Follow him on Instagram, at BigBeatVisual. That's beat as in the band from Doug and not a forceful strike. Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.